I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scan Squad. I'm Patty Teal here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always lets us know about the latest scams so that we can be aware of them. Welcome, Vicki. Hi, Patty. I have a couple of things I'd like to talk about today. And first of all, I need to let our listeners know that the Amazon scam is still around. And I actually know this because my husband almost fell for it. Oh, dear. Well, you know, anyone can fall for these scams. So I hope he doesn't feel badly about it. Remind us again how it works. Okay. Well, this is probably the most common imposter scam around right now. It can start with either an email or a phone call. And in my husband's case, it was a phone message telling him that there was a problem with his Amazon account and he needed to call a certain number to get it fixed. Now, he'd just been ordering some items off of Amazon, so this all seemed to make sense. Well, it would make sense. So what did he do at that point? I was reading the newspaper, and he was muttering something about having to call Amazon because of a suspicious charge on his account. I was barely listening, but when I heard the word Amazon, I said, stop, don't make that call. Vicki, I love your personal story. (laughs) It's so real, yes. And did he take your advice? Thankfully, yes. But if he hadn't, here's how the scam usually plays out if you do respond. The scammer who's pretending to be from Amazon will ask you to give them your payment information so they can check out what's happening. Like what credit card you may have used, and they'll ask you to give their credit card number, or they might ask you what the login credentials on your Amazon account were. So, of course, the scammer could then use your account to make purchases, or they could also ask you to turn remote access of your computer over to them so they could supposedly fix the problem. And I'm guessing that that can be very dangerous if you give them access to your computer remotely, because at that point, they can gain access to all kinds of things on your computer, passwords, banking information, and even install malware. That's exactly right. So here's what AARP's Fraud Watch Network tells us. Amazon will never ask you to disclose personal or sensitive information, or things like your logon credentials. If you have an Amazon account and you get one of these phone calls, don't respond. Go online to your account to see if there's any problems and they will show up there. If you don't have an Amazon account, you have nothing to worry about. Just ignore the call or the message. So once again, the scammers are trying to frighten us. So we'll respond quickly without thinking it through too thoroughly. I'm not surprised so many people fall for this scam, especially since so many people shop on Amazon these days. Absolutely. It's a great scam for exactly that reason. There are so many possible targets. And another thing that Amazon wants consumers to know is that fraudsters can now insert their scam messages into the text of a legitimate message that you might have received from Amazon. Vicki, that is so disconcerting. So the scammer's message can be included in a real message from Amazon. How would you possibly know when that's happening? Well, it is a big problem, but some red flags. If the message asks for personal information or sensitive information like your password, 
It is not from Amazon. Ignore it. And again, if the message tells you that there's a problem with your account, that's a pretty good sign that this is a scam. So, Patty, the next thing I want to talk about is a follow-up to last week's program about romance scams. I'm still getting information about people here in Santa Barbara falling for these scams. And most recently, I heard about someone who was conned into being a money mule. So here's a headline that caught my eye. Now, this is not about the Santa Barbara case, but it definitely makes the point. And here's the headline. Elderly fraud victim turned into money mule gets probation. Oh, that is very sad. And how old was this person? And did she know she was doing something wrong? Well, she was 81 years old and she got trapped in a romance scam, which then morphed into a money mule scam, probably when she ran out of money. It started when she was contacted by a man who claimed to be an American businessman trapped in Nigeria. She started sending him money at his request and then later started receiving money from other victims, which she forwarded on to this man. And to do this, she opened up at least eight separate bank accounts. Wow. Did any of these banks get suspicious? Absolutely. For years, she was warned by bank officials, local police, federal law enforcement, that what she was doing was wrong. But she continued to be persuaded by the person that she called her love. Is this why they filed criminal charges against her? Because she had been warned that what she was doing was illegal? Yes, absolutely. And she'd been warned apparently for years, not just, you know, one or two times. But they didn't put her in jail. They put her on probation. And she agreed as part of the deal to collaborate with authorities to make a public service announcement about money mules. And she did this as a warning to others. This was produced by the FBI, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the Secret Service, and the Postal Inspector. So there were a lot of people involved in this case, a lot of federal agencies. And in her video, she said something kind of interesting. She said, I didn't listen to anyone else but my love, the love I have never seen or spoken to. Well, that sounds like a very powerful message and a very creative resolution to the case by the prosecutors. It must have been very, very difficult for her to admit so publicly that she had been taken in by this fraudster. And, you know, you and I have talked to victims who have such a hard time, even when it's so obvious to the rest of us that the person they think is their love is not anywhere near a love but a fraudster. Yeah. And that's just the very sad thing about these cases is that these fraudsters are so good psychologically, they just can suck you in to the point where you will not listen to reason, you will not listen to anybody else. You are only listening to the fraudster who you think was your love. And for this woman, it must have been humiliating. And that brings me to another thing that I really wanted to tell people about today. It can be so hard recovering from a scam. And I've talked to so many people who have been victimized, and it's very difficult. Being scammed is an emotionally devastating event. And I want to remind our listeners about a resource that I mentioned a few weeks ago. And this is something that this woman could have used. AARP launched something they call AARP VOA REST, R-E-S-T. That is a free program 
that provides emotional support for people affected by a scam or a fraud. These rest sessions are online. They're an hour long. They're in confidential small groups, and they're led by trained peer facilitators. So experiencing a scam can just be so devastating, but it doesn't have to define you. You can go to a site, which I'm going to give you right now, and go to this support group. The site is www.aarp.org front slash fraud support. So it's actually an easy site, aarp.org front slash fraud support. And you can go there and get help. And you'll realize you're not alone. You're not the only one that this has happened to. It has happened to other people. I'm so glad that AARP came up with this program because I think it will be very helpful for people. Thank you for sharing that resource, Vicki. Yes. And that was my good news for the day. There is a place to go. <laughs> oh, that is very good news. Thank you so much, Vicki. Another great scam squad. And I hope everybody will tune in next week. I think we're helping to get the word out there so that people don't fall for these devious scammers and their terrible schemes. Absolutely. Thank you for helping us do that, Patty. Oh, you're so welcome. Take care, Vicki. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.